Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 100 of the Bobcast. With you as always is Bob, live in the lounge, staring at the Ouija board. Ladies and gentlemen, it took a long, long time to get to this moment, the better part of two years to culminate 100 episodes. I'm sorry it's taken a bit for me to be back on the air, but I needed to take a break. I needed to cleanse my mind and open my soul up to new possibilities. And uh, I'm proud to announce here on the Bobcast that possibility is becoming a father. Um, I found out, I guess I've been keeping it a secret from some people for a better part of six, seven months. But hey, yeah, I'm going to be a dad on Groundhog Day with my wife. It's our first kid, and uh, I'm elated to share the news with everybody. I've always wanted to be a, a father. I've always wanted to be able to teach my kids, you know, I guess the arts and, you know, just being alive here in this universe we share together music you know being able to teach somebody like uh, a few chords and seeing how it changes their life is a fantastic thing but um yeah i'm going to be a dad we don't know if it's going to be a boy or a girl but um we decided to keep it a secret because you know in life like everything now you can find out with the, the touch of your iphone or your android you could just swipe the screen and Google any information, but this is one piece of information I won't know until Groundhog Day, which coincidentally is one of my all-time favorite movies. I had to chuckle when the doctor said that was the estimated time of birth. But uh, yeah, it's just, it's mind-blowing. You know, we're changing things around here in the house, getting uh, ready for the birth, the birth of my spawn. We don't even know the the names at this point because it's so hard. I mean, you really have to see somebody, I guess, to name your child. Uh, as far as color options, you know, I really, I, I have no interest in gentrifying my son or daughter with, you know, blues and pinks, and I, I just don't see it. Some of my favorite colors are pink. I like pink and green. I think that combination works so well. But yeah, come as you are, come as you may, however you want to come. Just come into this world healthy, and uh, I'll take care of you, whoever you are. But yeah, uh, I just wanted to share that with the Bobcast listeners out there. It's going to be quite a journey because I'm thinking about changing the plateau of the Bobcast into the Dadcast. That's right. I will be trying to document as much hijinks around the house as possible. I'm talking changing diapers. I'm talking maybe I should start filming myself because maybe some of you don't know this, but I have a terrible gag reflex. I throw up at, with cat shit. I throw up when someone else throws up. It's terrible. So maybe, you know, uh, I'll bring that comedy to you soon. But, um, yeah, Live in the Lounge, episode 100. Let's go back to the beginning real quick because I like to talk about the past because it helps you use the future. Sitting here in the room, the lounge, which I dubbed it, I guess, after we moved in and I just put a couch in with this, like, bamboo fence we have in here. But uh, Drew Reed was over from the band Brother. And Albanac now. He just joined uh, up with the band in January. 
we sat across from each other and we had a, just a conversation. I go back and listen to it now. It is so funny. It's so hysterical. Uh, just the way <laughs> Drew's comedy plays off of, I guess, what I was trying to do. And what I was trying to do actually was hit this episode here. And um, episode 100, it's always been looming in my mind. Am I going to get a really good guest on the show? Am I going to secure somebody great? But, you know, it, it got to the point where I couldn't find somebody to be on the show. But it, then I realized the greatest guest of all is, of course, my son or daughter to be here on the Bobcast, a.k.a. Downtown Dadcast. So, yeah, uh, you know, we start doing some comedy on the Bobcast, too. We start doing characters like Sal Vickersburg. Sal Vickersburg, I have no idea where he came from, but he did enter my life, and for a brief period of time, I was acting just like this man. My name's Sal Vickersburg. I only preach the truth. Hey, how you doing? My name's Sal Vickersburg. What'd you say your first name again was? Sorry? What'd you say your first name again was? Uh, I didn't. <laughs> Who is this? Oh, my name's Sal Vickersburg. How you doing? Fine. Uh, how are you? I'm good. Is this the comic store? Yeah, yes. Okay, cool. I was wondering if you can help me. Okay. Okay, so basically I'm in town here, down here in Louisiana, doing a couple different things. I'm a professional, like entertainment professional, like if you would. Like I, I show up to parties and stuff like that. Tonight I got myself a gig. I got to show up as Batman. Uh-huh. So let me ask you a question. I'm trying to get a costume. I, I, I've caught everywhere here in town. Nobody seems to get a Batman costume. Tell me you got some over there I can wear. Man, I'm sorry. No, I, I don't have any any costumes. Um, The only place I could, man, recommend is like Party City or something like that. Oh, you know what? They have some places. Uh, yeah, you know where there are rental costumes yeah, or something? Southern Costume. Southern Costume. In the warehouse. In the warehouse district. Let me ask you a question. You got nothing over there? Like, I'm I'm here in the car. I got the Google map. I'm right here by your stool. You ain't got nothing I can come in there and get real quick, like a shit or something I can rip up, make it look nice, flare it up? Well, I've got a... a Maybe a, take off the sleeves? I've got a Florida Lee Batman type style shirt, but that's about it. A what? It's like, instead of a bat symbol, it's like a, a Florida Lee that looks like a bat. I don't know if that's going to go over these people. I'm a little nervous about this. You know, I've never done something so strange. I know down here in Louisiana, you know, there's some strange things going on. Do you ever see the show uh, Eyes Wide Shut? Uh, no. Well, anyway, these people here tonight, they didn't even tell me where I'm going. I got to show up somewhere at 7 o'clock dressed as Batman. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. I wish I could help you, but I don't know. <laughs> Uh, what am I going to do? What kind of books you got over there? I need something to read to calm my mind down. I need I need to get into character. I'm not too familiar with Batman. What can you tell me about him? <laughs> uh, you don't know about Batman? I, I, I know that he flies. No, he doesn't fly. <laughs> he, he's just a person in a costume. But uh... Come on, you got to give me a little bit more of a character study there if I'm going to get my stuff. If I'm even going to get through the front door dressed as Batman, I got to at least be Batman and act like Batman. What can you tell me? I'll give you 20 bucks. I'll stop by, buy some books, tip you some money. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I tell you what, man. Come on, you said a guy in a suit. What else you got? Give me some personal foundation here. <laughs> Dude, is this, really? Uh, you're an entertainer? Yes, I'm an entertainer. My name's Sal Vickersburg. Sal 
topics. You didn't even tell me your first name. What'd you say your first name again was? Ronnie. Ronnie. All right, Ronnie. Well, tell me about Batman real quick. Give me, what, 15-second origin story. Well, dude, I'm sorry, man. I, I'm busy right now. What are you busy with? Reading books? Come on. I'll give you 20 man. bucks. <laughs> I got a store. Retail business. You retail Batman? Yeah, yeah. Well, sell me some Batman. I'm coming in to buy a hundred dollars worth of books. <laughs> hundred dollars worth of books. <laughs> All right. Well, Will you uh, bag and board them for me too? Yeah, Will you put them in them plastic sleeves you got? Oh yeah. Ronnie. Yeah. Ronnie, you got nothing on Batman. I, I saw in the USA Today he's seventy five years old. How the hell's he? How the hell's he running around a town if he's seventy five years old? <laughs> How's he running around if he's 75 years old? It has, it has to hurt. I don't know. You know, he's fighting crime. 75 years old. It's got to hurt. He must use a lot of drugs or something to keep himself going. Something. Let me ask yeah. you a question. Has Batman ever slipped into the darkness and had himself a drink? I'm sure he has. Has it ever been depicted in the books? Ah, uh, nah, nah. I heard that guy Tony Stark did that once. What's that storyline called? Uh, I'll buy that book. You got that book? Yeah. Demon in a bottle, man. It's a demon in a bottle. What's a demon in a bottle? What's he got? Somebody's got to shake out of there like a little gaggle? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's alcohol, man. It's the devil right there. Do you drink the devil? Oh, uh, yes. Let me ask you a question. If you can't get me books, can you get me any of that illicit materials down here known as moonshine? <laughs> I wish, man. I don't have any, any uh, hookups right now. Let me tell you something. This place is beautiful. I came down here because I saw a show about it. Oh, yeah. Which one? It's called, uh, what do you, uh, True Detectives. Oh, yeah, okay. Is it true what goes on down here with the, you know, the demons in the trees and stuff like that? Uh, it's worse. I mean, you just said demon in a bottle. I'm starting to think it's true. Oh, yeah, it's worse than that, man. Tell me what's going on down there. <laughs> Look, man, I gotta, this has been fun, but I gotta go. <laughs> what's the name of the store again? It's Media Underground Comics. All right, Media Underground Comics. So are you on the Twitter? Uh, yeah, we're on the Twitter. <laughs> all right, you can't—you haven't helped me really with much customer service-wise, but you know what? I'm going to give you a shout-out, all right? You're a good guy. Have a good day. Thanks a lot, man. Please hang up and try again. Still to this day, that's my favorite South Vicksburg prank phone call. An homage, if you will, to the glorious jerky boys of the early 90s. A theme throughout here on the Bobcast. I guess the other major part of the Bobcast was the birth of Pocket Dial. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Pocket Dial. The most punk rock band to ever hit the planet. The most dangerous band to ever play the Montgomeryville Mall. Mickey Karpovich. I guess he came into my life as kids, you know? We were musicians for a while. We lived in L.A. and boom, we had Pocket Dial. Pocket Dial blew up, at least in our minds. Definitely. <laughs> we have so much fun playing live on stage. We play sometimes to four or five people, 12, 200. It doesn't matter, but it's always fun playing the music. And that's something that uh, I'd like to thank Chick for here on the Bobcast. It's uh, been quite a fun ride, dude. You know, I think we, uh, we slay on stage. We give it our all. At least it's 100%. It's pure punk rock. It's what a musician really wants to do. He wants to get up there or she wants to get up there and she wants people just to, to listen. If they don't dance and they stare at you, I think staring is just as good as dancing because it means at least you have their attention. 
And as you as a musician, people like they love it. You know, they absolutely love it. So um, yeah, let's take a listen to uh, I guess the Pocket Dial track that started it all here on the Bobcast. It's the first track I ever sent to Chick, and uh, rightfully so. It's titled Pocket Dialed by Pocket Dial here on the Dadcast. It all happened by accident Out the blue but I must admit You were the perfect recipient I can't believe how you handled it Fate intervened that afternoon Talking about you with my crew Who woulda knew you were on the line Thank God I played it cool Like a scene from a rom-com I hit you up like a dot-com I didn't know what at the time, huh? And now you're chilling like a pom-pom It's safe to say you were meant to be Divine intervention, you and me So random, so it seems Pocket dialing you from my jeans Listen to me, you cannot respond But you can take your phone out Everything I'm mentioning My head filled with 21 questions, girl But I really got some good intentions So glad that you gave me a chance Afterwards when you text back When your name flashed on the screen But a flop in my stomach instantly Then I read what you had wrote Blushed like I was the intro All because of the unprovoked pocket dial You heard every word I spoke Listen to me, you cannot respond But you can take your phone out From my behind Revealed how I feel inside No filter, Instagram style I know you know that you're loving it So voyeuristic, such a power trip But you let me know that you're into it Let me tell you though, it's so flattering I don't believe in coincidence This year is ridiculous Such a lovely experience What a story to tell the grandkids Ain't nobody here on trial No reason to live in denial I've been feeling no so wild Ever since you got pocket dial Listen to me, you cannot respond But you can take your phone out Yeah, back here in the lounge, it's the B.O.B., the dad cast. That was Pocket Dial. You know, I'd like to uh, thank Scooter. He's the first one to give us a show as the band Pocket Dial. Scooter Best down there at the Great Room in historical Philadelphia, Matty Back in the day, um, I used to play with there with uh, DTH. And you know what? Like, he opened his doors to us, and uh, that was our first show. We came down there uh, October 24th, 2014 for uh, Chick. 33rd birthday party down there. It was fun, and we tried to incorporate a lot of, uh, I guess, the Bobcast into the live show. I did a lot of planning about, like, you know, skits in between having um, Andy, Mickey's brother, come up on stage as Sal Vickersburg. We did a raffle where we we raffled off a Ouija board. And, uh, ah, man, so, like, the show itself, our first show was completely insane because when we got to the club, the place was completely packed. Coincidentally, another musician I know named Andy, his um, 
uh, something to do with historical society that band was uh, performing that night, and they had probably about 100 people in the room. So when we took the stage at 11.15, 11.30, we had all these people there. My neighbor Big Al came, and he was handing out raffle tickets uh, out front of uh, the grape room. And, uh, you know, it was a, like a little bit of a lure, I guess, to get some of the audience members to stay for our set because the idea of a raffle, everyone tunes in, especially a free raffle. Ooh, me? I could win? I could be this special person? You know, so <laughs> we really... Uh, we took advantage of people, I guess, because, you know, we ultimately gave away a Ouija board as the grand prize. And the guy that won it, he refused to come up on stage. And uh, I've never aired the entire live Bobcast episode 64, but perhaps maybe in the future <laughs> put some of that on there because there's a lot of stuff people haven't heard. He did not want to get on stage. He didn't want nothing to do with what we were doing, but he was so upset. And uh, I like to say I'm sorry. You know, it was a, a joke. Also that night, uh, if you listen to the song Country Divide by Pocket Dial, uh, Mickey says, recline and eat a hoagie. And that particular moment when we performed that song and that lyric live, he threw a six-inch submarine sandwich from Wawa into the audience, and apparently it hit somebody in the head. Uh, on the recording, you can hear a slight scream, but she was okay. It was a soft hoagie from Wawa. But, uh, yeah, I, I remember that moment just being like, oh, my God, Mickey... He's turning it up. He's, this is insane. This is totally different than anything I've ever done before. Uh, Vickersburg coming up on stage. Andy, thanks for braving the elements and putting on that wig and sunglasses and making it happen down there in the great room. So, yeah, that was uh, our first show, and then we uh, we set out and started trying to do a whole bunch of different things. And the next group of people I'd like to thank are Ashley and Anthony at Whole Foods for putting on two shows this summer on the rooftop of Whole Foods, live bobcasts. Um, both times we had the band Montage perform with us. Uh, the last time we raised uh, a good bit of money for Whole Kids, the Whole Kids Foundation, helping kids grow plants, organic vegetables, fruits in their gardens at their school, and then eating them at the table and showing them the importance of self-preservation. But, uh, yeah, thanks guys for letting us do that. Um, we're working on right now doing a holiday show. Um... It's going to be a pocket dial show, of course. A couple of other bands are going to be on the bill. I'm not really sure who they are, but I can tell you this right now. Uh, Mid-December, you know? I'll announce it real soon here on the Bobcast. So, yeah, I've had lots of guests on the show. I've had lots of uh, great moments in this room. I think the first great moment was captured... Um, with the interview I did with a drummer that goes by the name of Daru Jones. Now see, uh, Daru, I saw him on Saturday Night Live, I guess maybe two years prior to the first time we did an interview, and he was the drummer for Jack White. And he has this great style, man. The drums are positioned on such an angle where they're more facing the audience. He stands up when he hits the cymbals, and he just got this like really, really intricate sense of like rhythm and uh yeah i love the way he plays the hi-hats too real nice and loose he's got some holes in him but you know what this guy was amazing when i saw him on tv and i was elated to send him a message on twitter and he responded right back let's take a quick listen to uh some of the music from daru this is the master plan here on the bobcast Master plan. 
Yeah, so after I got through to Dabru, I decided that I want to change the platform of the Bobcast a little bit, and I tried to become a music journalist. Partly inspired, probably because of the movie Almost Famous. Always love that movie. Almost Famous. Go out and rent it on Netflix. DVD coming at you. But yeah, I um, I love when I'm inspired by music. I'm, I love when I hear a song on the radio, and you know, I ask my wife, what is this? She tells me, or I ask Siri... And, you know, there's something special about when you hear something for the first time and you're excited. You're excited like you're a kid listening to, you know, Nirvana, CNC, Music Factory, Wu-Tang Clan, whatever. Um, one of those songs was Dangerous. I guess I was a year late to it, but I heard it, I think it was uh, sometime last year. And um, I was blown away. I love the bass line. I love the funkiness of it. It kind of reminded me of, like, I guess what Downtown Harvest was trying to do at the time. You know, the funk rock kind of, you know, opera type house music. So, uh, you know, I decided let's give it another go. I was able to get in touch with Jack White's drummer. Why not try to contact this band called Big Data? Big Data out of Brooklyn, New York. Mr. Alan Wilkes is uh, his name. He does all the music himself, kind of like um, Trent Renzer and Nine Inch Nails. He produces the whole album, gets the guest singers to come in, and now he's taking the show out live. Big Data is phenomenal in the concert venue. The album, 2.0, is a masterpiece, really. If you listen to it from start to finish, all the beats are fresh, all the songs are really well orchestrated, and, you know, it's a mirage of different guest stars, you know, but he, Alan's still on all the tracks. Currently, they're going to be back in tour. They're going to be in Philly this month, uh, the month of November. I'm really looking forward to seeing them. Uh, great band, great band. You know, I'm, I'm sure you've heard the song Dangerous, but let's take a, a listen to a song you may have not heard here on the Bobcast 2.0, Big Data.
Check them out online. Fantastic. Uh, follow them on Instagram too. Big data, big data. Also, his drummer Gun Buns. Yo, another shout out, man. Follow me on Instagram or Twitter. Best drummer I've seen in a while. Sounds like Swamp Thing on the skins. Here on the Bobcast, Dadcast coming at you. You know, uh, I struck gold three times. I got a chance to meet somebody. I got a chance to meet somebody who was doing a lot of great things for humanity. Uh, a musician who raises money for kids um, that are hungry, raises money for people who are in need of just help across the world. A Gentle Soul, a band that I never listened to growing up. I caught them once on Palladia, I think, but I didn't know who they were then. A uh, friend, Will Starr, at the Plymouth Meeting Friends School, Grateful Dead aficionado, introduced me to Chad Stokes, the lead singer of State Radio Dispatch. Amazing band, Dispatch, um, large catalog. They broke up, but they get back together. They did a, a show in the beginning of the summer at Madison Square Garden, raising money for hunger. And, uh, you know, Chad, I, I didn't know what to expect because I really didn't know the music too well, but it was such a pleasant surprise. Let's take a listen to some of that interview right now uh, with Mr. Chad Stokes. Uh, as a kid, like growing up, like what posters were on your wall? Who did you look up to? Who did you idolize as a musician? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hendrix, 
like the, the from the Monterey pop when he's burning his guitar. Um, I had uh, Zeppelin, you know, pretty you know, classic rock stuff. I had I had a lot of those little little sports posters that were in the cereal boxes for a little while. Like oh, yeah, I remember that. Rabbit. And, uh, you know, of course, Bird and, and Steve Grogan from the Patriots and nice. that kind of thing. I, I, I put, it, put shit all over my walls. Well, I, I guess I should say congratulations. Uh, the Patriots won the Super Bowl. That probably was one of the most... I didn't know you were a sports fan, so I mean, I imagine that was really exciting for you to watch that uh, play at the, the one-yard line. That was ridiculous. to go downtown I miss you along the way I miss your stripes your lily whites that have turned dirty gray I've got to pay that bus I've got to make that fair I miss the kiss in your crooked teeth miss your pixie hair cause I hate to see you suffering don't ever want your Sun blue eyes to be sad now once I know it's not how it goes But this worrying was on the soul I had to go down east Walk down Elliott Street Wave to the mirrors with my little girl Watch the cracks in the concrete Here in the Bobcast, Dadcast. That was Prison Blue Eyes by Chadwick Stokes. Definitely check him out, Dispatch State Radio. He's all over YouTube, all over the sensational social medias of the world. So, Bobcast episode 1 through 100. Wow. I never thought I'd be here. I never thought I'd be in this room. 
Still talking to you people out there in the Bob Nation, the Bob Land. You know, pump up the volume with Christian Slater as a kid. It became a reality sitting here in this room. Some of you are listening. Some of you attend shows that we do, the Bobcast Live extravaganzas. Every single moment, every single day, I thank those who listen. I thank those who believe in art. Because without art, there simply isn't anything to do. So, you know, I'm looking forward to the next 100 episodes. I'm looking forward to diving back into some more musical interviews and just, you know, spreading the love. You know, South Vickersburg may even come back for, you know, out of retirement. He finally collected his 401k and he's back here on the streets. But yeah, I'm very much looking forward to becoming a dad. And uh, this whole experience will be documented. You know, photographs are everywhere through social media, but it takes one person to sign up and create their own podcast. Some of my friends have even done it. You know, just be inspired. Do your own thing. It doesn't have to be a podcast. Go outside and build a, you know, a gazebo. Do something. Do something with your life. You'll feel a lot better going to whatever job you have out there, whatever place you have to be where you can't be yourself. Well, tune into the Bobcast and you could be whoever you want to be. Listen, I love each and every one of you, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to the Bobcast, a.k.a. Dad cast. <laughs>